Hey, this is Gene Jennings with the Connect Hope Podcast. Chuck and I are taking some time off. It's December the 26th, 2022, and we're spending some time with our family this week. So today, you're going to hear one of our most popular podcasts to date, and that is our interview with Unique Mackey. So stand by for a great conversation with Unique. Welcome to the Connect Hope Podcast, a podcast to encourage pastors and ministry leaders who are striving to make Jesus famous. Round two. Hey, this is Gene Jennings, and I'm here with my buddy Chuck Gordon. Welcome to the Connect Hope Podcast. We appreciate you listening in, and we've got a special guest with us today. Chuck, tell us who's with us. Thank, oh, I thought you were talking oh, about tell, me. Tell I, them who's with oh, us. He's oh, he's not a special okay, guest. No, it's, it's not me. Okay, <laughs> thank you. You're, all, you're special. I, well, I know I'm special. <laughs> Man, I'm so incredibly thankful we have uh, amazing friend Unique Mackey with us. And uh, I don't know is Gene one of your friends or not, but most no, of I the am, time, but... <laughs> yeah. When he pays for my lunch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last week he was my friend. Yeah. He's never bought my yeah, lunch, yeah, man. Yeah. What's the deal? Yeah. Anyway, that's, uh, well, Unique man, so incredibly thankful you're here. Uh, this guy has been such uh, an amazing blessing in my life, and I, I love to see what God's doing in, in Unique and. Um, if there's ever anything starting new in leadership or ministry, otherwise somehow unique probably has his hands in it. Uh, and he's getting it started. This one of the most creative entrepreneurs I know. And um, that said, man, thanks. Welcome to the Connect Hope podcast. Man. Yeah, honored to be here, man. Um, y'all are good friends. Y'all have both meant so much to me on, on my journey. So I'm, I'm excited about what you guys are doing here. Well, yeah. I appreciate it, bro. I, part of it, I wanted to get get our listeners uh, kind of a taste of your story. Um just that you have gone through so much and through it, I guess that's the message. And I, I've had the privilege of hearing you speak to high school students as well as large church congregations and the message, there's a, a common theme, but it is stinking powerful. Um, anyway, so um, I know your your story goes back. Now, you, where did you grow up? I grew up in College Park right by the airport, Hartsville International Airport in Atlanta. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, from that, I guess, you you know, God's developed a story in you. And, and I, I guess if there was a theme that you could say, man, this is what God's given you to share with other leaders, what's that? What would the theme of that be? Oh, that's easy. Embracing pain and turning it into God's purpose for your life. You mentioned where I grew up. I grew up by the airport because my father worked for Delta. And, and so he was at the time, you know, um, a high level executive doing really, really well. He spoke four languages, graduated summa cum laude with a master's degree in international communications. Uh, he was he was a man on the rise, but he didn't have the things the way that they needed to be in his personal life. Uh, find, find We found out at the age of 11 that my father had an extramarital affair, contracted HIV and unknowingly gave it to my mother. And so, Unreal. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a curveball, man. Um, obviously, up until that point, we were living the life. Life couldn't have been any better for us. And you know, uh, Dad made a literally a fatal mistake. Mom passed at the age of fifteen. Dad passed at the age of thirteen. So, my sister and I are, are what you consider double A's orphans. And so, um, that that pain uh, took me away from God. And I always say that pain brought me back to him. 
so yeah, just just a crazy story. I, I really believe pain is is what God uses to draw us closer to Him. My goodness, man! I I, uh, I I don't know of anybody else. I've had a lot of encounters over my life, but nobody else has gone through what you've gone through from that vantage point. And so, with um, and I just want to lay out, and you'll have opportunity later, man. Any leaders out there that you'd like unique to come in and speak, uh, I you won't regret it, man. It'd be an incredible message. But what, so what would you say for leaders? What's the, they need to grab from this or what is, uh, I guess maybe you want to go deeper into your story and just, that would be huge. Yeah. I, first of all, you got to give yourself time to handle whatever, whatever that hurt is. Um, I finding out that I lost both of my parents and going through all of that, I didn't handle it well at first. You, you know, I, I got involved in drugs and selling drugs and eventually got indicted on federal gun charges. I was expelled uh, from Georgia Southern University. Um, it, it, it was just bad because I couldn't understand how a loving God could allow so much pain. You, you know, we, we, we always hear people say, don't question God, but you the greatest question, God, Moses questioned God, Jesus questioned God on the cross. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So we all go through moments where we feel like God's not paying attention. But I really didn't have anyone to disciple me and walk that idea out. And so I just took it out on the world, my anger, my frustration. We've all heard the saying that hurt people hurt people. And that's where yeah, I was. And it was actually in the middle of that federal indictment. That, that God sent a guardian angel my way and helped me to turn that situation into really the biggest opportunity of my life. The federal prosecutor, the person that was supposed to be throwing me in jail, actually defended me in front of the judge. Yes. Great story, a picture yeah. of the gospel there. My, my advocate, I was guilty. She came and said, well, I did not deserve the punishment that the judge had the right to give me. Long story short, I was supposed to be in jail for 60 months doing federal time. The judge ended up giving me five years probation. And immediately after we were released from court, the prosecuting attorney came to me and said, Unique, I want you to help me mentor other young men and women who've gone through pain like you. Real man. Yeah. That so that's how I got incredible. into ministry. Yeah. My goodness. And, and so that that led to uh, that was in Atlanta. That was in that was in Atlanta. Yes, sir. That led to um, a, a program called Brother to Brother, a, an at risk youth mentoring program that led to me writing my book, Living in Purpose, How God Can Turn Pain into Purpose. That led to uh, the Mackey Foundation, the the um, foundation that we use to reach at-risk youth, which led to the ministry, et cetera. So, so now you see why I'm such a proponent of pain. It's when, so when, you in, when you embrace it and allow God to use it to draw you closer, it, it really puts you in the position to serve him. And so looking back, I understand why God allowed it. I mean, the, the Bible says in Romans 8, 28, that God will work all things out for good for those who love him and have been called according to his purpose. And so that means that it takes some things that you don't understand to get you in a position to where God can use you for his purpose. But the beautiful thing that I like about that guys is when God allows you to go through something, he's not looking at it from your vantage point. 
he's looking at it from the end to the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so the only reason he allows you in it is because he knows through him you can win it. And so I just like to encourage leaders that no matter what you may be facing, I know a lot of us are leading ministries coming out of COVID, dealing with, with some of that stuff still, the ups and downs of everyday life, marriage, money, whatever those challenges are, we've got to trust that if God let us in it, that we can win it and understand that God is a loving God and he, he, he does allow pain, but only because he knows going to, there's going to be a greater purpose that comes. That, that'll preach, man. Yeah, yeah, it, just, it has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, sir. It's, it's, it's an honor to, to serve. I mean, um, so much grace over my life, mm -hmm. so much grace. I, I shouldn't be here with you guys, but because of God's love and his mercy, he allows me to do what I do. So it's an honor. Well, man, I, well, I just I, I see that. Like I said, from seeing you, you know, on a platform preaching to to thousands to to seeing you with a, a group in a high school locker room or you know et cetera i, I know that guys communicated just a powerful message what and and for many pastors out there you know let's be real i think a lot of people are still kind of using COVID as an excuse right. or, or or beating themselves up because it will look at what COVID's done right and you know let's be real is COVID still out there yeah but i almost feel okay we, it's safe to use it as a marker but not as an excuse yeah. and and yeah. so what would you say for some that are still struggling through navigating and the uh, basically the results of, you know, right. COVID pulled the legs out from under, you know, for many people, but yet we are who we are. What would be kind of some of your. I think that many times when we look at frustrating situations, we, we act as if they're not meant to become fruitful situations. Hmm. So anything that God allows, we've got to understand that it is going to work out for good. Is it comfortable? No. Do, do, do we volunteer for it? No. But if he allows it and we believe in who he is, mm. then what makes us feel as if we're too good to go through what, the, what our Savior went through? One of my favorite scriptures is, is in Hebrews where it says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning his shame, and now he is seated at the right hand of the Father. So the first thing we have to ask ourselves is, is the cross that we're carrying as as hurtful as the cross that Christ carried? The answer is no. That's good. Right. That's good. Then then you got to say, well, okay, if 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 it is you know uh, difficult, which we know is going to be, what comes from the cross? Well, it says that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. Well, what does that mean? Your cross brings a, a peace. That's why he's seated. The, the Bible says that while he was on the cross, he said, it is finished. So that cross brought him to a place where he could complete the work that God called him to. Mm. So when we go through challenges, we've got to look at that as a part of God's plan that's going to bring his purpose to completion in our life. So it brings you to a place of peace, but it also brings you to a place of power. That's why he's at the right hand. Sorry, left-handed people. You know, yeah, <laughs> you don't have any power if you're not right-handed. But but G Jesus is in his place of power. And so are we when we embrace God's plan and purpose for our life. When we're able to do that in our ministries, in our marriages, whatever it is that we may be going through that's challenging, when we embrace it, you will be more powerful. You will have a testimony. You will be able to encourage and equip others. And so 
I just believe that it not because just because I read it, but because I've been through it and I see the the, the peace and the power that comes from embracing the cross as that we have as disciples. That's yeah, that, that's huge. What what's funny is you were saying that I, I think of um, so many different Christian Christian communicators that leave a mark. Usually it's because they've gone through adversity and they've held on to Christ through it. And yet everybody else that's looking, I'm going, man, I wish I had a life like them. Okay, do you really? Because it's going to mean, <laughs> or a testimony yeah. like them. It's like, do you really? Because it's going to cost. There's going to be a cost on, on one, one way or another. Mm. And uh, But the most powerful speaker, that, as you were saying, it, it really resonated. <laughs> the most powerful speakers I've ever heard have gone through hell, in essence. Yeah. Mm. And and um, as a result, they're holding on to Jesus even tighter. And uh, so wow. many people want that testimony. But you realize there's a price with that. And, and uh, I, nobody, I don't think anybody that I know of aspires to, you know, what you quoted earlier was Hebrews chapter 12, one, verses mm -hmm. one through three. And it even goes on to say, consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men. You might not grow weary and lose heart. And But nobody, everybody wants that, but nobody wants Hebrews chapter 11. The Hall of Faith, you know, <laughs> right. they, were, they were stoned, they were caught, sawn in, sawn in half. You know, nobody says, man, I want to live a Hebrews 11 life, you know? It's, uh, <laughs> but, You're right. But um, you want the fame, but you don't want the price. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So with, with it, uh, again, with some, and I have no doubt we've got some, some people listening that, man, just walking through that, you're, they're, kind of at the end of themselves and wondering, okay, where do I go from here? And I, uh, and feeling, and this is one of the things you and I both know coming to a point of feeling like maybe the ministry I'm a leading or a part of is not fruitful. I'm not seeing anything. God, can you use me? What, you know, is this the end? Uh, if I, you know, I'm the end of myself. Any, any encouragement from what you've walked through? Um, yeah, I would tell them to wait on the Lord. Um, it's easy to want to quit. It's easy to, you know, doubt your uh, efficiency and effectiveness when you're not seeing the results that you're used to seeing. But the Bible says, uh, wait upon the Lord and he will renew your strength. You will mount up with wings like an eagle. You will run and not get weary and you will walk and not faint. And, and so sometimes I believe that God will put us in a place where the the work isn't working for us where we're not getting the production that the sacrifice you know we think should bring but i think that's a place where he's testing our faith is our faith in us is our faith in the the processes and the principles that we like to apply or is that our faith in a miraculous and magnificent god and so for me, I think that I'm in a position now to where I know I can't get to where God has called me to be through anything that I bring to the table. Wow. Wow. And so I have no choice but to wait on the Lord. But, but, but why is that so important? It says, when you wait, He'll renew your strength and you will mount up with wings like an eagle. You'll run and not get weary and walk and not faint. Well, how can a person run and not get weary or walk and not not faint? I must not be expending my own energy. I'm, I must be connected to the source and his energy is flowing through me, which allows me to move forward and get more done in less time. And so sometimes I think that God hinders results. So, so we'll hold on to him and allow him to do the work 
And that and, and that's the season that we've just come out of, right? Nobody yeah. planned COVID. Yeah. Nobody taught us that in seminary. But it was a special season to where we 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 got to sit down <laughs> yeah. and allow God to 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 do a work that we weren't planning on him to to do. Man, that's good. Well, I was going to say, I've got a couple of sermons. I just, yeah. I'm going to <laughs> grab from these notes. So actually, I don't know if we're going to actually publish this podcast. <laughs> and preach oh, some of this. Oh, man. Y'all are good. Well, man, I, I'm, I'm stoked about hearing this. And, and I guess um, I know there may be more, and I don't want to don't want to shortchange anything else. You had any questions here? Yeah, I was going to tell us what you're currently doing. You know, how we've heard a little bit about your past. What's going on currently with Unique Mackey and your ministry? And, and maybe what you're looking forward to from here. Well, um, I'm a proud pastor of a church plant called Chosen. We're actually celebrating our fifth year anniversary yes. um, in September uh, 24th. Um, this, I'm not sure when this is going to be published. It'll probably be past that. But um, I'm super excited about that. And, you know, y'all are a part of that ministry and um, so thankful for you all. And um, we're, we're, we have the Purpose Center that um, we're actually launching um, in October. Uh, our after-school program there from 2 to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm working on a documentary called Living in Purpose that'll follow the same track as my book. And so I actually just got permission to go film at Georgia Southern University. So we'll be heading down there to to finish up some of the film. And so just just excited about all that that, that God is bringing together. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to impact a lot of people to in, embrace their pain and trust God to maximize the potential that he has for their life. Yeah. So uh, we only have a couple more minutes, but with your purpose center, it's in inner city, Augusta, Georgia. Um, I'm curious, what what would you say are the biggest two, top two or three challenges when it comes to reaching urban youth, specifically young men? Ooh, man. That's uh, a loaded question. Yeah, phys- physical resources, meaning people, financial resources, meaning money, <laughs> And patience, meaning mindset, <laughs> because it's 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 a lot of work. Um, it takes a lot of people, and it takes a lot of time because you don't change in decade um, in days what it took decades mm-hmm. to build. These people are going through pain, and they need patient people to help get them to where God has called them to be. So, be in prayer for us. It's going to be a work, but I believe God is with us. Yeah. Well, you're an awesome role model for those I guys. Appreciate I'm glad it. you're here. Thank you, man. And I know even even some listening might might say, you know, they they want to um, they're interested in in finding out more, possibly even interested in, in being involved. And, and I just want to encourage you, man, if you're looking for an opportunity to dive in with um, a ministry with purpose and, and the purpose center is phenomenal at uh, community, it's reaching and, and just the way you are going about it. I mean, I walked in there actually. I've been in a lot of different recording studios, and that was one of the first things I saw. <laughs> that that thing y'all have is the recording yeah, studio. There. I get, you want to, if you don't mind, give a little snapshot of what Purpose Center does. Like yeah, that yeah, sure, sure. I'll give them that real quick. We've got a production studio, podcast studio, commercial kitchen, a community garden, a, a full length high school regulation basketball court, and. So we're just trying to reach those kids know where they are. You know, you really don't know what's going to inspire them. So we have a lot of different options for them to come in and embrace purpose for their life. Okay. So yeah. they can come in. Somebody wants to say with the recording, you are going to you have a team member that's going to help equip them with that. And this it's just trying to make a connection. Absolutely. Go to PurposeCenterAUG.org 
hit us up and, and we'll help you out. Will this podcast sound better if we used your studio? It may be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all are doing great, man. Gene, yeah. you're, Gene, you're not going to sound any better, though. That's, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, no help for Gene. <laughs> no. <laughs> Only the Holy Spirit can help Gene. <laughs> yeah. I think he's reluctant. Best way to contact you to get in touch with yep. what you're doing. And um, also your book, I assume it's on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, you can you can get that anywhere online. Books are sold. Um, I'm at y-a-n-n-i-k-m-c-k-i-e dot com, purpose center A-U-G dot org. I'm I'm real easy to get with. There's not too many unique Mackies out there. So <laughs> just put that in Google. And the title of your book. Yeah, Living Living in Purpose. Definitely. Yeah. Want to get that one, encourage you. And, and also, again, I want to encourage you if you uh, have the opportunity to, get, to bring in unique to, to speak, whether it be your organization, your school, your church. Uh, I highly, highly encourage uh, bringing this bro in, man. Just phenomenal what I've seen God do in it, him and through him. Um, and I love this guy, man. So we're kind of such a huge honor to have you here. No, honored to be here, man. man. Y'all are a blessing to so many people. I'm glad I could serve. All right. Thanks, you guys. Uh, Chuck, do you want to say anything about Connect Hope? Oh, man, just like I said, we're, we're thankful for all you being a part of this and, and um, uh, joining the tens and tens of followers with our podcast <laughs> since we launched. But uh, it's growing in, in number. and We'll see what God does with it. But more than anything, we just want to be about encouraging pastors, equipping ministers and, and uniting ministries. And, and we want to be about doing what God can only do. And uh, if you need to reach me, please reach out. I'm at Chuck G at, at connecthope.org. That's C H U C K. Uh, then it's G and at C O N N E C T H O P E dot O R G. Thanks again for joining us yeah, so much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening to the Connect Hope podcast. Tell all your friends, tell your pastor, tell your church leaders about Connect Hope, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening today. If today's podcast hit home with you, we hope you'll share it with other ministry leaders. If there's any way we can be here for you, please contact us at connecthope.org. Until next time, let's make Jesus famous.